Well, let's get the latest from the situation in Israel now and the hundreds of Canadians who are still there. The government is moving to bringing them home on emergency flights. But let's get the details from Global National Senior Correspondent Mackenzie Gray, who's with us now. Good morning, Mackenzie. Hi, Sammy. So what is it, what does this entail? What's going on here? Well, yesterday uh, night, Melanie Jolie tweeted out that in the coming days, Canadian Armed Forces are going to work to get Canadians who are in Israel out of Tel Aviv. Now, we know that there are thousands, many thousands, who have uh, registered with the embassy there. But as they always caution in these situations, that that is just a voluntary program. So there's not a clear number of exactly how many Canadians uh, we know who want to be removed from Israel at this point in time. And it's important to point out, too, that Canadians can get out right now. We were crunching the math yesterday on the number of flights that were able to get out of Ben Gurion Airport. About 50% of the flights that had been scheduled were able to get out. Now, Air Canada that had flights from Toronto and Montreal to Tel Aviv have canceled their flights. A bunch of U.S. airlines, too, most of the major ones have canceled. But there were flights that can get you to New York, Boston, Fort Lauderdale, and, of course, to most European destinations. It's expensive to get on those and tough to get there, but there is a way out of Israel right now. But to augment that for Canadians who are going to be there, uh, it looks like in the coming days the armed forces will be in there to try and get them equipped. Do we know the numbers right now of Canadians who will need this assistance? No, we don't. So we're expecting that we're going to have more information today. There's likely going to be a technical briefing this morning in Ottawa and then kind of more of a formal announcement in terms of uh, how things are going to go. You know, the big question I'm looking at, though, Simi, is if there's any plans to get Canadians who are in Gaza out. Uh, We know that cumulatively between the West Bank and Gaza, there are 500 Canadians who have registered uh, with the Canadian government with Global Affairs who are in that area. Uh, you can get it's relatively difficult by all accounts from Canadians that we've spoken to on the ground in Israel to get out, but you can get out. You're in Gaza, you're stuck. Uh, and what actions the government are going to do to be able to get people, uh, Canadian citizens who are in Gaza, out of Gaza, that will be a much more difficult and tricky situation and what uh, for el- the government to handle. What else has the government had to say then about that situation in Israel right now? Well, not much more in terms of the evacuation process. Obviously, we heard from the Prime Minister uh, calling out Hamas for the terrorist actions they had uh, over Friday and into Saturday. Uh, But, you know, we should be hearing more from the Prime Minister in the coming days, and this will be the first time we're going to be hearing uh, from Melanie Jolie uh, speaking to all media outlets later today, likely, and likely to hear from Bill Blair to the Defence Minister in terms of the technical aspect of trying to get Canadians out of the area, and it'll be interesting to see what they do. They have been under a lot of pressure from different uh, Canadian citizens who are in Israel who've been saying, look, we haven't been able to get a hold of people at the embassy. It's been a bit of a chaotic situation on the ground. Uh, You know, for the most part, we haven't seen uh, a true diversion in terms of political opinion of what has happened on the ground uh, from the opposition parties, the NDP, the Bloc, and the Conservatives all kind of agreeing with the Prime Minister in terms of the approach they've taken uh, in terms of calling the situation out. Uh, But the the one different thing we have heard is the Conservatives in particular calling out the Prime Minister yesterday saying we need these flights to get people out of there uh, and we also need a clearer response from the embassy on the ground to make sure that Canadians who are in Israel have a clear understanding about what they need to do and what the direction from the government is. Right, okay. And so I know there's a lot of pressure to do this. Are other countries doing the same thing and evacuating their citizens like this? Yeah, we've seen uh, Poland be doing this as well, uh, Brazil. There have been a few countries that have done that. We saw it late yesterday, too, Germany announcing that. We haven't seen a firm uh, commitment from the Americans yet to be able to get people out. You know, I think in part 
obviously it's a fluid situation, but, you know, when you think back to Afghanistan as an example, you know, the commercial aspect of the commercial flights being able to get people out of the area uh, was not the same. So, you know, there is an ability uh, for people to be able to get right out right now, but obviously with a fluid situation where things are changing, uh, you know, if uh, Hezbollah starts to get involved, the situation could change very quickly. So obviously the, the imperative is to get people who want to get out as quick as possible uh, while there is an opportunity, which there is right now, for people to be able to get out of the situation. All right, Mackenzie, thank you so much for the update. Thanks, Simi. We'll take you now to Ottawa, where Foreign Affairs Minister Melanie Jolie is filling us in on what the plans are to help Canadians get out of Israel in particular. So that is going on right now. Let's just have a listen. I would like to now speak directly to Canadians who are currently in the region. You're scared. It is a time of great uncertainty and of great anxiety. But I want you to know that we are here for you. We're working around the clock to provide you with the information you need and the support you're asking for. Our office in Tel Aviv and Ramallah are open. Our team is there and our team in Jordan, Egypt and Lebanon are also working around the clock to support you. We have surged the capacity in Ottawa to make sure that we're there to answer your calls and texts 24-7. If you haven't registered yet with Global Affairs, please do so now. You can do so on our website or by calling 613-996-8885. Si vous n'êtes pas encore inscrit auprès d'Affaires mondiales Canada, faites-le dès maintenant. Vous pouvez le faire sur notre site web ou encore en appelant le 613-996-8885. I know that the situation has been difficult and many of you want to return to your family, to home, and want to do so safely and we will help you. We'll begin the assisted departure of Canadians from Tel Aviv in the coming days by the end of the week with the help of aircraft from the Canadian Armed Forces. They will arrive in Tel Aviv and bring Canadians to Athens. My colleague Pablo Rodriguez and I have been working on the next steps from there. Together, we have secured with Air Canada a plane and a crew to bring Canadians home from Athens. These flights will be available to Canadian citizens, their spouses, and their children, as well as to Canadian permanent residents, their spouses, and their children. Let me be clear, this includes dual nationals, because a Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian. We're also working on additional options for those who cannot reach the airport in Tel Aviv, and I'll be able to take questions on this. Additional details will continue to be shared over the coming days. I will continue to share them publicly and will also communicate them directly to those who wish to receive the assistance. If you would like our help in leaving and have not registered yet with Global Affairs Canada, please do so now. This is how you will be able to get information on how to leave and we will share information directly with you once you're registered. Je vais maintenant prendre un peu de recul et faire le point sur l'état d'avancement de notre réponse diplomatique à cette crise. Au cours de la fin de semaine, j'ai parlé avec mes homologues d'Israël, de l'autorité palestinienne, de l'Égypte et également de la Jordanie, ainsi qu'avec la Maison-Blanche. Hier, j'ai parlé à nouveau avec mon homologue israélien, mon homologue jordanien et la Maison-Blanche et j'ai également eu une conversation avec le ministre des Affaires étrangères de l'Arabie saoudite. J'ai réaffirmé la condamnation par le Canada de cette attaque terroriste, par le Hamas, 
et nous travaillons d'arrache-pied pour veiller à ce que le conflit ne s'étende pas à toute la région. Sur le plan consulaire, nous avions hier soir 4249 Canadiens enregistrés en Israël, 4760, pardon, 476 Canadiens enregistrés en Cisjordanie et à Gaza, et Affaires mondiales a répondu à près de 2000 demandes de renseignements. Finally, before I get to your questions, I would like to take a moment to speak about the situation in Gaza, where civilians are living amidst extremely difficult circumstances. The humanitarian situation in Gaza was dire before this weekend, and this will only deteriorate the situation further. As I said yesterday, this will get worse before it gets better. My heart breaks for the deaths we have seen and then share the anxiety about what will happen next. We urge all parties to respect international humanitarian law and to provide humanitarian access to Gaza. Canada will continue to support the humanitarian needs of the Palestinian civilians. Let me be clear, Israeli and Palestinian civilians deserve to live in peace and safety with their human rights, human, human rights respected and with dignity. And Canada will always work with this in mind.